What's going on, everybody? It's the Half-Assing Life Podcast. And I know, the intro's still choppy. I'm working on it, okay? So, I'm recording this on Friday. I was going to release it um, Thursday, but I just think it'd be weird to record something and then basically not release it for a full week. So, I think I'm going to release this on Tuesday. So, you'll be listening. You're listening to this on Tuesday. reason I'm doing this so early is because I'm going to be out of state. I'm thinking about doing the show every Thursday. We'll see how it goes. But Thursday seems to be the sweet spot. And I know I heard some... I don't remember where I heard it. But, like, it's something about money. And the reason why a lot of YouTube channels post free content or extra content on Thursday is something to do with money and marketing. Something. I don't remember the exact details. It's something to do with advertising and money being a lot less strenuous than on the other days. For some reason or another. Speaking of YouTube videos, I am really sick of opening up YouTube. I see a new video from a channel I like, and I'm like, oh yeah, sweet, a new video, let's check it out. And then it's just another Skype call. It's someone else sitting at their damn house. And I get it, people are worried. But politics aside, if we've learned anything from these protests, from these riots, can we just admit that we've learned it's... This coronavirus stuff seems like kind of a crock of shit at least. At least even a little. Like people get so emotional about this stuff. They argue about masks. They fight over. I'm not saying it isn't real. But the fact of the matter is man. The only people who are dying from it. Are people who are already dying anyway of other shit. The people who are testing positive for it, who are young and healthy, not even like young and healthy, just remotely somewhat decently healthy and of a decent age, at most it's just like a fever for a few hours. That's at least what I've heard. I could be wrong, but I've also heard a lot of shit. I've heard people in the government and in the healthcare industry straight up admit that they're inflating numbers. Someone goes into the fucking hospital with a head injury and they're like, COVID. And albeit that's an extreme example, but at the same time, it's still there. Like, people are still admitting that that's the case. And I'm glad that there are all these tests going on, but I hate these mouth-breathing idiots. The ones who defend the masks. The ones who say stupid shit like, oh, insurance will cover it. The assholes who don't know how to differentiate between somebody who's literally saying if I don't go back to the business I own my family and I will starve and somebody who's just saying they want a haircut if you can't differentiate between those two people shut the fuck up about coronavirus but they seem to think that case means death they seem to think that test means automatically they do 100% have it and they're going to die from it People straight up say, no, we are inflating the numbers. They don't actually have corona. A lot of the people who do have it are fine now. They were sick for a few hours. At most, they had a cough and some fevers, whatever. But they're all fine now unless they were already basically going to die of something else anyway. But fear-mongering is a powerful drug. And when people in suits on the news tell you... And people that you, you know, if you like the blue, then they're wearing a blue tie and they tell you to be scared, you're going to be scared. But alright, I'll extend an olive branch to you. You like hearing the government's word on everything? You trust the government over everything else? Alright, let's see what the German government has to say. 
German official leaks report denouncing virus as a global false alarm. The dangerousness of COVID-19 was overestimated. Probably at no point did the danger posed by the new virus go beyond the normal level. The people who die from coronavirus are essentially those who would statistically die this year because they have reached the end of their lives and their weakened bodies can no longer cope with any random everyday stress, including the approximately 150 viruses currently in circulation. Worldwide, within a quarter of a year, there, have been, there has been no more than 250,000 deaths from COVID-19 compared to 1.5 million deaths. 25,100 being in Germany, during the influenza wave of 2017 and 2018. The danger is obviously no greater than that of many other viruses. There is no evidence that this was more than a false alarm. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I understand that it is better to be safe than sorry, especially when anytime you turn on your computer, anytime you turn on the news, everyone is like, no, you're going to die indefinitely. You're going to kill your grandparents. You're going to do this. But if we're not going to listen, you know, just get rid of the media. Get rid of the statistics. Let's just look at real life. Has there been any extra cases of people dying from these riots and protests from COVID? There have been people dying in these riots and protests from rioters and people killing people. But I haven't seen COVID really doing anything outside of scaring the shit out of people who can't think for themselves. But here's the thing, you know what, I, I'll admit I've been a little bit malicious, I've been a little rude, so let's just take away all that stuff, let's just view it as just a humanitarian kind of issue. You do also need to realize that just because you're in an area where you might get it, you know, you're in a city, you're surrounded by people, you should be wearing a mask, you should be taking those precautions, that doesn't mean that someone else in an entirely different area should live in the same kind of fear that you do. If somebody lives in an area where there's not a lot of people, you know, you can go to a food line, you'll probably run into about seven people. Why should that person be held to the exact same standard that you're held when you can't even walk a block without coming across 30 people? You know what I mean? The problem with stuff like this is that we are so emotionally driven in times like these, that we don't stop and think, hey, maybe there's different shit going on. You know, when you have a state like West Virginia that, I mean, I have friends in West Virginia who practically, they heard about it on the news, but you would think that they didn't even know what has happened in the last few months. You know, like nothing. Barely any cases, barely any testing, because no one really needed to because nothing's really happened you know and obviously there are states that are different from that but that's just even it just it more so goes to show why did we have this knee-jerk nationwide response of stay in your homes risk this risk that all because of fear-mongering you know a way more potential for people dying from depression, drug abuse, uh, all of the different stuff, you know, homelessness, all the not being able to pay your bills, not being able to buy food, all of the potential death that could have happened from people just locking themselves in their homes because they're scared of a virus that wouldn't actually really affect them. And that's the other thing. Look at these NBA players. Look at these people who are testing positive. Look at these YouTubers that are testing positive. What happens? They have a cough. 
They have a little bit of a cold. After a day, it's gone. And now they have the antibodies and they don't have to worry about it. If these people truly gave a shit... Well, I'm not going to make any grand statement, but I will say it could be argued that if you really gave a shit about putting it into this and making it less of a threat, wouldn't you want people to go out there? I'm not saying go out there and cough on everybody and try to absorb germs, but wouldn't you want people to say, hey, if you're not already dying, you will be okay, and if you do get it, just be prepared to have a cold and because, you know, you can bring up all these things like, well, what about this person? What about this piece of uh, anecdotal evidence? All right, well, let me bring up some other stuff. Let me, uh, let me ask you a few questions. Why is it at the very beginning of all this shit, they said, do not under any circumstance take ibuprofen because it will make it worse and will definitely kill you. And just a couple of weeks ago, they're now testing ibuprofen as a valid preven uh, preventative. Is that the word? Yeah, a valid preventative measure. Or a val not even that, a valid thing to do while you already have it. There was this guy, I'll, let me give you a piece of anecdotal evidence. There was a guy on uh, an app called iFunny who left a comment saying, I just tested positive for coronavirus. It is not fun. Fuck you people for taking it lightly. And I'm sitting here like, I didn't even use my phone when I had my wisdom teeth removed. And here you are making condescending comments on iFunny. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying if you were truly dying, you wouldn't at all want to be on your phone. But at the same time, if you're truly, like, worried, if it really is that bad and that rough, why are you sitting here on, a, on fucking iFunny making annoying comments? And I, and you know, and I, and I said, I said... You're on iFunny, you're actively leaving comments on iFunny, it doesn't seem like that big of a risk if you're going to go that far out of your way to do it. I think you'll be okay. And 12 hours after I left that response, he ended up deleting his comments. So I'm not saying I was right in that response, but I mean, clearly <laughs> it must not really be that big of a threat. Nah, again, I get it. If there is a valid reason for you to be worried for... And you know what? Not even that. I'll, let's put it this way. Why not just have a live and let live thing? Even if there's not a valid reason for you to be worried. If you're worried, you have the right to be worried. Take all the precautions you want. That doesn't then give you the right to judge and fucking just be rude to anybody who isn't wearing a mask out in public. You shouldn't be going out and saying horrible shit about somebody who isn't just feared for their fucking lives sitting in their houses not knowing what they're going to do. No, if you want to go out, you want to go to a restaurant and eat, you want to go enjoy alcohol, whatever, you should be able to do it. Just like other people who are worried about it should be able to wear a mask. You also shouldn't be... Too many people just love this fucking double standard... You know, they love this shit about, oh, well, I'm wearing a mask, so I'm better than you. You know what I mean? Oh, yes, you should be nice to me because I'm wearing a mask. I'm not trying to do anything bad. I'm just wearing a mask. But I can judge you for not wearing a mask. You know what I mean? It's very weird, these fucking... We live in very strange times where doctors are straight up saying, under no circumstance should you leave your house because of corona unless you're going to a protest. That's a very fucking weird statement. That's like that's that would be weird enough to hear from a regular person in a fucking bar, but the fact that you're here, they're seeing it on news headlines. You're hearing it 
on CNN, you're hearing it on like mainstream media, you will like you will catch COVID if you go outside unless you're protesting. Then somehow you have this magical kind of shield around you from any and all kind of viruses, you know? I almost hesitated to record this episode simply because I don't know what the hell is going to have happened by the time this comes out. Because again, I'm recording this on Friday. It'll be released on Tuesday. What, I mean, I won't be, at this point, I truly cannot be surprised by anything. You have a NASCAR driver who's Jussie Smollett 2.0. He saw something that anybody who has been in a garage with that doesn't have an automatic door would have instantly recognized, oh, you pull that to close the door. He sees it and it's like, hate crime. Like, we live in strange fucking times. By the time this episode comes out, I will not be surprised if... Y'all know that song, Black Betty? Oh, Black Betty? I won't be surprised if one of these days that song gets canceled. Like, why does it have to be Black Betty? Why isn't it trans-abled, uh, handicapped African-American Betty who is also an attorney? Nothing is fucking... And I'm not even going on this thing of like, oh, we can't make these jokes anymore. I get it. And I'm all for, like, progress socially. But at the same time, where does the line fucking end? You have people straight up saying, let's tear down statues of Jesus. Like, what? Does that have to do with anything outside of just hating religion? And you really can't make any kind of socio-political statement that can justify it. Because at the end of the day, whatever you say, tearing down a statue of Jesus, that's really just you being like, I fucking hate religion. You know what I mean? There's no other way to put that. We live in strange times, and I re- it, it's getting to the point where you really don't know whose side to look at, who to root for. I, like, let me address this. On Instagram and Twitter, and I don't mean I don't really use Twitter, but I assume they're there too, but there's this, you know, like, these liberty movements, pro-gun, small government, and I'm all for that. I love gun rights. I love, you know, if you want to smoke weed, smoke weed. You want to own a gun, own a gun. I love small government, self-reliance, that kind of stuff. But these pages seem to only have, you know, they hate the left, they hate the right. They bitch about leftists, they bitch about conservatives. You ask them their, uh, you know, their solutions, and they have one of two solutions. It's either... This unrealistic thing of, out of nowhere, let's just all go back to living in communes, stock up on guns and ammo, be ready for another commune to attack you, and let's just all have vegetable gardens and live in this weird little village. Or, their other solution is the thing that they actually end up doing, and this is why, as much as I agree with a lot of these liberty people politically... I can't associate with them and talk to them about stuff because their true solution that they end up doing every damn year, every damn election, is just, I'm going to bitch about the president, no matter who they are, no matter what tie they wear, and then I'm going to not at all vote. So their whole thing is, I'm not voting, I'm not putting in anything worthy of my opinion, I'm also going to discourage other people from voting, saying that their vote doesn't matter, and then I'm going to bitch about who the president is and what they're doing anyway. So you see why I can't, even though I agree with these people on a lot of things, you see why I can't talk to somebody like that 
in the sense of, like, obviously I can talk to him. We're going to talk about beer, talk about how much we love guns, talk about the movies and music, whatever. But on a level of actually discussing politics with them, despite having so much in common, when it comes down to the actual execution of doing things and the actual way of doing things, it's like... They have so many good values and so many things with which I agree, but then it comes down to making those things a reality and that's when it's just like, we either have to live in this video game world where it's like post-apocalyptic and we're just scavenging and going out and shooting things to get food, or we're just going to keep sitting around bitching about things while not at all doing anything whatsoever to try and change things. And that's especially annoying in this election due to the fact that, look at the third party candidates! Look at the Libertarian candidate for the 2020 election. It is a female right there. So many people are like, woman president. Boom, she's a female. But she's super pro-gun. She's pro-wheat. She wants to abolish the ATF. She wants to get rid of victimless crimes. She's very much for police reform while also not being a part of the defund the police crowd. She knows that there are different things that you can do more than just straight up take away money. She knows that you can, you know, abolish police unions. Get rid of these laws that force police to do more brutal shit than they really should be doing. Do more, you know, have more laws so citizens can peacefully protest and police the police back if there are ones that haven't been reported. She wants it to be easier for good police to call out bad police. Because that's the thing, man. All these people pretend like... Oh, all these good cops are defending the bad ones, so they're all bad. It's like, no. They try to, to, to get rid of the bad ones. They s file reports. They speak out against the bad cops. And you know what happens? At best, best case scenario, if a police officer, a good one, tries to call out a bad one, they just get a warning, like, don't do that again. But most of the time, they'll get fired. Or they get any kind of punishment, some kind of discipline... And it's all because of these police unions. If you just got rid of police unions, it would be so much better. But yes, so we have this libert... Sorry for going on a little tangent there. But yeah, we have this awesome libertarian candidate who's like, I truly do want to find a compromise for everything. I want to find a solution that the left and the right do not want to find. I don't want to go too extreme on anything. I just want to find what works, listen to the people and look through things that can actually help rather than just blaming it on some scapegoat like the left and the right love to do every four years. You know, in the 2016 election, you had that f f uh, that complete moron, didn't even know what Aleppo was, and now you have this smart woman, knows what she's doing, she has a lot of great stances on things, she does truly want to make a change, and you know how people react to that? Oh, well, well if you're voting third party, you might as well just not vote. Why do we have... Such a stupid fucking consensus on politics. It is so crazy in this country how politics has become sports. Where everybody has to have a strong, steadfast political opinion while also doing absolutely no research as to why they feel that way. They listen to a celebrity or they see a headline. They do absolutely no research further than that. And that is their entire political opinion. And when you show them the research, when you say, oh, well, if you read about uh, that incident, it's not actually that way. It's this way. They get mad at you. When you say, oh, no, that's not how it is. It's actually this way. They're like, fuck you. 
And don't get me wrong, I understand it. I've definitely had that mentality of fuck you, I feel the way I feel. But eventually, man, you gotta grow up. And eventually you have to actually look at these things. Eventually you have to have, not really a come to Jesus moment, but just a moment with yourself of like, why do I feel so strongly about this, yet I don't know everything about it? Eventually, as you know, all, whether you want to just say an informed voter or a political activist, or I'll just say somebody who follows politics, eventually, as somebody who follows politics, you do have to look at yourself and say, why is it that I only know these things that I've been told by these companies? Why, why do I feel so strongly about this, yet I haven't done much research outside of things that are slanted to what I like to hear? And yeah, that, it's, it's, it's just crazy the amount of people who just fall for shit. The amount of people, especially in my personal life recently, where I thought, like, wow, that person's very level-headed, they have very good views on things, and then they post something and you're just sitting there like, holy shit, you're that gullible? Like, you really fall, you, you fell for that. You haven't read anything about why that's shit? Or why, why that's bullshit? You haven't read any of the things debunking that, what you're posting about? It is mind-blowing. The amount of shit that you see when you go on Instagram, when you go on Twitter, when you go on Facebook, when you go on YouTube, where people will just sit there, all caps, a bunch of emojis, condescending snarky tweets, obnoxious stupid posts, and then you could go do a simple Google search and read the actual non-biased, non-slanted, just read what happens in the whatever the topic is. Just read the history of it. Read the origin. Read the legitimate facts of the case. And it's basically just debunking everything that this person has just posted. And then when you say, even when you're nice. That's the thing. I get it if you come across as like mean or rude or condescending or trying to like mess with somebody but even when you're just kindly and le like legitimately from the bottom of your heart just saying hey you might want to rethink your stance on that because of this this and this and they just react with as if you just called them a racial slur or something <laughs> they just get so emotional people get so damn upset even if you take the most light-hearted level-headed kind approach to just explaining to them the facts of things and they get so goddamn vitriolic they get so hateful they get so damn angry that you don't just blindly agree with them and listen to them and regurgitate the shit that they just regurgitated that they heard from someone else regurgitating you know what i mean all of these talking points that people just memorize and just repeat over and over and over. And you do the research. They turn out to be bullshit. You show them the research that proves them to be bullshit. And it's like, yeah, well, I've been repeating these buzz phrases over and over and over. And I'm so emotionally invested that I don't have time to put my brain to use and get logically invested in it. And that's really the whole problem with these people. And don't get me wrong. The right definitely has its flaws. Every political party has its flaws. But the ultimate thing, one of the biggest problems with liberals these days and leftists these days, they are so emotionally invested that not only do they not take the time to get logically invested, 
they will call you an asshole if you encourage being logically invested. If you encourage rationality in a political argument, you're an asshole. If you encourage using logic and facts and statistics, you're an asshole. And that is why, that's one of the many reasons why the political climate is just such a weird fucking clown world shit show. Now, you know what's funny about all this? All the stuff that I've just said? Very strong opinions. Very, you know, very politically involved, obviously. But you know what's funny? Like I said, I'm recording this on Friday. It's going to be released Tuesday. I'm going to drink a lot tonight. I'm going to drink a lot on Saturday, probably even on Sunday. I'm going to forget how harsh I said some of this stuff. And then when it comes out on Tuesday, I might even get, I might even finally get some kind of feedback on this and it's not going to be good. Someone's going to be angry. But you know what? At the end of the day, man, it's like I said in that last episode, I'm tired of like thinking about what I should say, what I shouldn't say. I, I mean, if I truly want this podcast to be something organic and natural, the best thing for me is to talk about how I feel and I. I gotta admit, as much as I don't like discussing politics, as much as I do like just having fun and sitting back, I love, I, I pay attention to all of it. I, I love paying attention. I like talking about it. The problem is, a lot of people I talk to about it are either like right on board with everything or uh, it's, or they just won't, flat out won't talk about it. So, I don't know. Doing it on here is just very good. You get a lot of shit out. You know what I mean? Good way to express yourself. Anyway, I think I am going to go ahead and end it there. But, uh, you know, just for the sake of things not being entirely... Because I will admit, it. I mean, it's really hard to talk about politics without just going like into negative stuff. So, I do want to still have positive energy, positive vibe. And I, I'm as much as things are weird these days, things are still very much the same in that... You know, you do see crazy shit on the news, but really, go outside. Go on your front porch. There's still the sun. There's still birds chirping. You could still breathe air. All that stuff. At the end of the day, as scary and weird as things seem, it's we still have this life, you know, and it's it's just not worth being angry. Obviously, you're going to be angry. Obviously, things are going to upset you. But at the end of the day... No matter how strongly you feel about stuff, we're all human. We're all just trying to make it. Yeah, there are some assholes, but we're all just trying to make it, man. And I will continue to talk about stuff like this because I do genuinely care about the shit that I'm talking about. And I am passionate about feeling the way I do. Or not so much feeling the way I do, but just expressing the way I feel more so that. But at the end of the day, it really isn't worth it. So, you know, we all have to remember, even if we have opposing views... We're all humans. We're just trying to make it, man. We're all just, you know, again. So, in the spirit of continuing to be positive, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna still do the music suggestions. So, let me get a couple of music suggestions ready, and then we'll wrap this up. Though I will, I will say about the song suggestions. Originally, when I did them, I tried way too hard to be like a music reviewer and get into the nuances and the strings and the ba-ba-ba. But that's, let's just, uh, that's not my forte. At the end of the day, 
I'll just give you music suggestions because I like them. I'll, I'll, I'll talk about why I like them, but I'm not going to try to get too technical. I'm not going to try to go in, oh, the vibrato, that's not, my, that's not my shit, okay? It's not my cup of tea. I don't talk about that. But, that being said, my first music suggestion is a song called Lemon Tree by Fool's Garden. Very soft, it's just, a, you know, you know me. I like laid back songs and it is. It's just a happy-go-lucky sounding kind of thing. Very upbeat, very positive sounding. And I only found out about it because it was in a meme. So you know right there, it's got to have some value. My other song suggestion is Wasn't That a Party by the Irish Rovers. Now this is just a classic, it's, I mean the title says it all. It's just about having a hangover, how crazy the party last night was. It's got an upbeat, old school rock kind of, like rockabilly kind of sound. I really like it. And again, it's, it's, it's Irish people singing it. Who doesn't love a good Irish voice, Irish accent? You know what I mean? So those are my two song suggestions. Wasn't That a Party by the Irish Rovers and Lemon Tree by Fool's Garden. And with that being done, let's wrap it up. You know, it's kind of a shame that I don't really give a shit about ever being sponsored because that would be a really great thing. Like, like I could totally, that would be a really good thing if I like did an advertisement read for a condom and then was like, and after that, wrap it up. And then I finished the episode. That would be such a great way to end the ad read as well as announce the ending of the podcast. I mean, I'm never going to get sponsored by anybody, but you know, and then definitely not condoms, but you know, anyways, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. And I know that it was a lot deeper than, you know, previous things. Like I said, you know, it's, I, I am wanting to do more with this platform and I don't mean that in a way of, you know, listen to my opinion and don't have yours. I don't care. You know, I have my opinion. You have yours. That's the end of the day. You know, we're human. We're just trying to make it. You know, you might disagree. You might not disagree. You might agree. You might, you know, you might have uh, 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 your mind changed. I might change my mind. You never know. But at the end of the day, man, ultimately, just try to be a good person. Just try to be decent. You're going to get emotional. Everyone gets emotional. But just try to be a good person. And remember, we're all just trying to make it together. But all that being said, thank you so much for listening to today's episode, and I will see you on the next one. And see, that's a good outro. The problem with that, I'm not actually seeing you. So I'll talk to you on the next one. There you go. That's that's the outro. I did it, people! I finally have intro music, and I found an outro that doesn't sound stupid as hell. <laughs>